Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. You there, Johnny? Yep, right here. Obviously, I'm recording this stuff for myself. You know, I this audio here, uh, I probably never listened to it, but um, a lot of the reason why I do that is because um, I've lost some really good stuff because I didn't push the record button. That's very unlikely to happen uh, at this point. First of all, my phone started beeping. I had to call back in. But uh, what were we talking about? We could go in a different direction, but... Are you talking about Claire? Yeah. Well, I think I said enough about her. I was going to say that... Um, well, we could talk about Gnosticism at a time. I, I, okay, the, uh, the, the, not, the Demi-Urge, he's an imperfect being. Okay. And uh, I could point you to this one Gnostic text that Connie's getting this garbage from. Cause she was making a big thing out of it. She really wanted me to read it. I never even read this stupid thing. I mean, I, actually, I think I looked at it a little bit. I go, this trash, man. You can look at it and tell it's trash. See, you know what you know what the Gnostic texts are? They're propaganda. Does that surprise you? They're Illuminati writings. They're propaganda. Does that surprise you? No, it doesn't. That's my view. Now, there's no way to actually prove that wrong. Okay? Now, this is where it gets interesting. What the Illuminati did is they took significant truths. You could call them gold nuggets. But I don't think there's really a lot of gold nuggets in the Gnostic cookies. You have to use a different term. Because... The the nuggets that are in there, not gold nuggets, but there's nuggets in there, they're more like a three-quarter truth. So I've got all these this terminology, you know. What is a three-quarter truth? Well, when you look at truth, a lot of times without people realizing it, it's like a pie with the slices. And there's different ways to, to illustrate that because sometimes you have a, whether you realize it or not, you're talking about a grouping of things not just a single thing. Sometimes you have single things. But a lot of times, it's actually a plurality of things which people don't really realize. For instance, obviously, when you, every time you say the, the word Trinity, you're talking about one thing, but it has plurality. You see that? Yeah. Let's say if you say the word house. Well, when you say the word house, that's a single thing. But notice it also has plurality. See that? Not there. Uh, well, there's all kinds of things in the house that make up the oh, house. Oh, that? Yes. Like the okay, roof. Yeah. All right. It's all included. So it's just, right. you know, implied, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it can also be only a single thing. But I'm saying that, you know, 
it's not just simple. You can have other things involved. So, but anyway, it's because well, we could say some more things about this. See, um, they have this. Um, there's different views of Sophia. Connie says she got a revelation that she was Sophia, and she claims she got it from the, uh, you know, the father and the mother. And uh, I think there's a good chance that Patrick might have, gave, might have gave it to her, that he was actually contacted her, you know, in the astral. Uh-huh. And uh, I bet you that Connie was trying to astral travel in the daytime. Did she ever tell you anything about that? Did she ever talk about visiting you or anything like that? She did visit me the first night that she called me. What'd she say? She said it was Azra, but said it was based off of her own thoughts that she had. She came and visited me and said, I know you want to eat me out. Hold it here. Are you saying that this happened the first night you talked to her? Yeah. So she was um, kind of like acting like a prophetess? No. I mean, she would, she helped me clean out my room for that one uh-huh. night with the Necronomicon and then spoke to me. Ended, we started each other, and then um. Well, uh, tell me the truth. I'm I'm gonna go easy on you here. I don't. Damn, it's a Facebook thing. <clears throat> Ooh. Dan is on there. Looks like he's talking about Connie. Oh, yeah. He's talking about Connie. I don't know who that Dan with the Russian... Yeah, I can't even pronounce his last name. Look at this. A good friend sent me copies of my wedding photos. My my wedding photos. Then he puts a big smile. My wedding photos. It says the true man and his wife. Christ, the light of consciousness, joined to his wisdom, capital W, through which all exists and takes place. Now, when he says wisdom, he's talking about Sophia, because Sophia is, that's English for uh, Sophia. I mean, excuse me. Sophia means wisdom in English. Did you know that? Sophia is a Greek word. Yeah, it's a Greek word. Did you know that? I'm seeing this I can light, see the post right now. You get, you should get on there. Look at this. Yeah, this light. Is, Did he friend um, you? Did he friend you? No, I, his his Facebook's open for everybody to see it. I think he wants yeah. it done on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But he says it's my wedding photos. Yeah. What's he talking about? He says, this light is the sun, but is also one with the Father, because the Father is unknowable except through the light of the sun, and by the Spirit, the Son created all things, visible and invisible. Now, now Patrick teaches that the Holy Spirit is the, is the Mother. Did you ever hear him say that? 
I think he might have said that. Yeah, he said that in the yeah. podcast. And by the Spirit, the Son created all things visible and invisible. Every word or thought the Son conceived came to be, I am that I am living in men. Hmm. Along with divine wisdom, a man in his light, by power of his word, can change, create and change reality. Yep. And that's supposed to be Connie. Now, I think he's directing a psyop at Connie, or he's boasting that they have her, or something like that. She's been taken away. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, we have we have secret knowledge. Now, what happens, Johnny? Because I've asked over and over again. Uh, these guys find out what's going on right away. They're told by uh, agents. Remember we said that Patrick has a handler? Lisa got that? So the handlers get him updates. Now, what I'm trying to say is that, <clears throat> I mean, normally, every time I've ever run a check on it, let's say I, I'm going to run a specific check, and the check is, um, does he know that I know that he's an agent? You see that? Now, what I found out is that they're told overnight. They tell them right away. Because, see, that things change. You see that? So, now, I don't know about him, but Patrick has a handler. So, ha- he's receiving updates every day. You understand that? And that this guy might be his handler? That's, that's the way it works. That's, that's what I was trying to explain to you. Dave, do you think maybe this guy could be his handler? Uh, say it again. You think maybe this Dan guy could be Patrick's handler? Well, I'm thinking about that. Um, I think he's too stupid. He's not very smart. Um, So now I'm asking myself a question. Can you be at that level and be a handler? Um, I suppose. But Patrick has... He has importance. You know, in the short term, he's not going to have any long-term importance. But uh, I don't think he would be his handler, because Dan... I mean, you, you heard... I don't know, were you there when Chris McCoon said that he's not very smart? You know, Dan? Yeah. He took time to write that, because usually what he puts up there is just kind of slop. Now, but what, what he, look at what he says at the top. He always has this weird spin on everything. A good friend sent me copies of my wedding photos. The true man and his wife, but he says my wedding photos. What is he talking about? Every you know, whenever he speaks, it's always like this weird. What are you talking about? Man? You can't even understand. You know what I mean? It's like he's speaking in code or something. He thinks he's really tricky. You know. I probably shouldn't have told uh, Lisa that uh, you know you get on the phone and you talk for a long time. Sometimes you say things that you shouldn't say. You're just talking a lot, you know. Talk, 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 talk. It probably would have been better to not tell her that Dakota is going to be corrupted. I didn't need to say that because she that kind of stuff stresses her out. You know what I mean? I mean that's worse. That's uh, 
I think I might have been stressing her out um, at the end there because I was just talking too much about Connie, you know. I don't know, you know. I was, I mean, I was thinking about it. It's not like I'm not thinking about it, you know. That's why I said I think we need to change the subject, you know. Unfortunately, when you're talking to me, I'm going to be talking about Connie a lot. But you understand? You are, you have, you're, you have a role right now. You know what I mean? And you're helping me, Johnny. We're helping each other, you see. I need someone to talk to. It's not good for me to be alone. You see, what the father is doing is that he's saying, you know, Dave has had Connie night after night after night after my whole life. I just got my whole life is based around Connie and her conversations. And now all that is gone, you see. So he's been faithful. For instance, Geez, was it last night? I mean, time's going by. Was it the last night or the night before? I think it was. I think it was two nights ago. That Stefan guy called me. I told him to call me. You know what I mean? But usually people like to say no or something like that. But his wife just happened to be gone because he said other. If, if she was here, I couldn't. I couldn't go on the on the phone like that that long. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was two nights ago. And that was really a sign that God was helping me. Okay, and I told you this before, you see, because I don't, I'm not talking to guys. So you have to understand this. Before you came along, there, there, um, you, I didn't talk to Chris McCombs that much. For one thing, he um, he didn't have minutes on his phone. His mom was paying for it, you know what I mean? And there's like a big brouhaha about him using the phone too much, and you'll hear Cassandra bitch about it. You better watch it. You know, you know what I mean? See, he's using her phone when he's on talk shoot. He's using her cell phone. But he doesn't use that when he's, like, in the car or something like that. He can only use it sometimes. And so there's no guy that I'm talking to all the time like this. You see that? So you have to understand that you – I'm saying this for a reason, Johnny, because you notice I'm very analytical – why am I being analytical? Because I want to illustrate something for you. Because you can see it, but I want you. I want. I want to point it out to you so you can see it. All right. Okay. Because it's for you. Can you see how God moved you into position just in time? Yeah. While Connie's going to do what she did. Now, what's very interesting is when you and I first started talking. That was actually the we talked for three days in a row. Remember that. Yeah. That was the critical time when Connie was was pulling her stunt. You see that? I was busy talking with you. And the father did not help me. You know why? Because there's nothing that could have been done to stop this. Now that, Johnny, is the good thing about my belief system. Okay? Because if I believed in free will, I could sit here and go, oh, if I'd only done this, I'd only done that. I could have changed it. But see, yeah. Dave doesn't believe that. I couldn't change anything. See how that helps? Yeah. Just like another important fact. This this illustrates how important knowledge is, Johnny. Knowledge. Aren't you starting to see how people are suffering from a lack of knowledge? Yes. Yeah. They don't know these things, man. Um... I forgot what I was going to say right next, and it was talking about knowledge. 
with that. I, I still am I'm kind of behind on sleep. <clears throat> so anyway, really? I, I lost it. It wasn't it wasn't really important, but uh, so anyway, well, I mean, you got any other questions? Go ahead. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Right, I'm, so you know, Andra said that I'm Illuminati. I mean, it was that a lie too from Anna? I mean, okay, she was getting. Okay, I would. We'll have to run a check on that. Don't worry about it if you're Illuminati. Uh, Connie's, I believe, Illuminati too. I mean, she's got enough of the bloodline. See, all, all it, it, at the most basic level, it depends on just one thing. Okay, if you have a significant amount of the bloodline, that's it. You don't have to. It has nothing to do with what you know. And I'm saying, you know like, I mean? how many other people are like that? I mean, are you like that too? Me? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that subject has never come up. You said you so, I mean, said that the Illuminati was going to pay for the mansion or something. Oh, yeah. See, now that's a good example how you could easily misunderstand something. Um, if the Illuminati is going to pay for the for the mansion, then Dave must be like have some kind of Illuminati connection. No. I didn't know um, that. We're not certain about that. Um... See, Azura was talking to me a lot because I had – here's what happened, okay? I trusted her quite a bit uh, until there was like an event. I'll tell you what the event is. What happened – I told you I got evicted out of this house, right? Remember the house that I was in for 20 years, right? Yeah. I got evicted out of it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Naturally, when I was in that process, we were doing what we do tonight. We we're on the phone getting revelation. It's night after night, you know. Not every night, of course. You know. Well, a lot of times I'm just talking to Connie, and we'd get to occasionally in, in groups. But you know, I needed a lot of help, so we were getting on the phone a lot, a lot with groups of people at that time. Yeah, and so you know, I was trying to get advice about what to do and stuff like that. And uh, anyway, I take notes on things. I keep kind of a diary, you know. It's not a real complex one. But I like to record, like, um, important things that happen. You'll kind of notice that, that I'm writing stuff down, you know. <laughs> you wonder, I wonder if Dave's writing this down. For instance, when, you <laughs> when you're telling me about Connie, what Connie said, I, tried, I wrote that down. Um... Okay, so anyway, what I did, um, I knew that there were evil voices talking. Okay. Um, I'll just make this simple because I don't want to make things complex. But anyway, I never went back and looked at my notes, okay, for that time. So I finally got around to doing that, like... um, I don't know, maybe like August or something like that? Or, shoot, no. It was, I think, September. I think probably September. Okay? And I realized to my horror that it was obvious, Johnny. You're probably wondering, how do you, you know it's obvious? It was obvious that Azra was in on it. I'm talking about 100% obvious. All I had to do was look at my notes and I could easily tell. It's because of the things that she was saying. You see? 
because I got tricked. They had a psyop running on me, trying to convince me that I was going to get that house, that, that my sister was not going to get it. You see that? And guess what? I believed it. Okay? But, see, I knew who was telling me that. It was her. And when I looked at it all written down, to my horror, I realized, oh, my God, she was involved with getting me evicted out of that house. When I found that out, Johnny, my view of her completely changed. And I went around and called her evil. Okay? Now, what's happening here is all predestined. And the things that she's doing with Connie, she planned these things along. Now, it's the Father's plan. This is what this is where it gets interesting. And she actually has talked about this plenty. But she planned them long ago. But everything that she did was part of the Father's plan. Isn't that incredible? It's hard to believe, isn't it? Well, not when you explain it. Well, see, everything, if the Father predestines everything, that has to be true. So just like you plan in your own life, but whatever you plan is what the Father planned. You see, because everything's predestined. Nothing can, um, you know, if that subject bothers you, talk to me about it. I mean, I'm an expert on it, and I can answer any questions you have. Um, so, so anyway, <clears throat> she planned for Connie to separate from me. They they hid this all. See, she knew it was coming, and she also knew that I was going to discover that she was involved with kicking me out of there. And her plan, which was actually the father's plan, the big big picture, but her plan had to do with Connie leaving me. You see, now Connie was told a long time... I haven't said this yet on talk show, so I'll have to tell the others. Connie was told a long time ago, the first year we were together, Azra told her this, that her and I had to be separated before we came together. Very important. Did you get that? Yes. And guess what? She would bring it up from time to time, and every time I would reject it, I said, Connie, I don't believe that. It's not going to happen. I, I don't want to hear that. It's a, it's a bunch of garbage. She's lying to you. And guess what? Dave was wrong. It turned out to be true. Isn't that amazing? Right now, and I haven't told you. This is what happens when you talk, because I've been talking about this for four days, and I haven't got to that point yet. I just realized that. Go ahead. Basically, right now, you're in the process of really being with him. In the process of what? What'd you say, Johnny? So you two aren't really together until you break up and then you come together. Mm-hmm. That process now. Yeah. Have you thought about... Um, how long do you think Connie and I'll be separ- separated? I would hope for not not only just I mean you know, a few months at the most. I don't want it to be years. It's gotta be months at least. I, I'm totally prepared for that. I don't believe she's gonna come back. Now there's a possibility the father the father here's the thing about the father. You know, you learn so much, Johnny. The father is real big on surprises. Now watch what just happened. This was a surprise. Now, this is a bad surprise, obviously, okay? But there are good surprises. 
There are good surprises, okay? And <clears throat> he hides them, okay? Now, there could be a surprise involved here. I'm not expecting this, and I'm not hoping in it. But it's possible. I've seen this stuff happen before. Well, I'm going to give you an example, okay? Um, but it's possible that, that this could be taken care It's not as bad as we think it is, and it will be repaired faster than we think. In other words, there's an agenda to do all this crazy stuff with Connie. Because she may already believe on the Demiurge. Or, oh, we were told that. We were told that when we were talking about it. Um, now, in that weird view, the Antichrist would be the lower form of the Demiurge. Isn't that If you combine Gnosticism with the view of the Antichrist, yeah, that would be consistent. Isn't that weird? So I would logic, I would be, become the Antichrist. So, so basically, she already believes on the Antichrist. Do you see that? See that, Johnny? Yeah, I'm right, I'm right here. I hear you. Isn't that incredible? I wonder if she's thought about the word Antichrist yet. I can just see her the first time that that comes to her mind. That may have already happened. She always gets these realizations, you know, like she's talking about. I realized I was Sophia. You know what I mean? False illumination, you see. And if it hasn't happened already, she's going to realize, she's going to say it, and Dave is the Antichrist. And she's going to go around and tell people. See? Dave is the Antichrist. I can just see her having that realization for the first time. Like, oh, my God. Like whispering it, you know. He's the Antichrist. I was with the Antichrist. No wonder I couldn't see. He blinded me. crazy part. The crazy part is that yeah, all gets of crazier her friends and crazier. Go ahead. don't believe her, and 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 she's dropped well, so, them all. What did you just say? What did you, you just say? I said that the crazy part is that all her friends don't believe her anymore. No, They're she's going like to have to have people that are non-Christians. There's no Christians that are going to believe this. Her, her belief system is too kooky. Oh, and what I meant to say earlier, Johnny, and I never finished it because I drifted off. I was explaining how the Father does things, how he determines everything. Um, you may not have been there. I was maybe talking to Chris Cassandra. You hadn't showed up yet. But, um, you see, Patrick's belief system is so completely crazy. If you just look at one thing, the, the, the mark of the beast, there is no freaking Christian that's going to listen to him just on that thing alone, right? Isn't that true? No. But he used Romans to support it. You know, it's funny. Romans he appealed to Romans. He couldn't even get the right chapter. It's Romans 13, and he said Romans 9. He didn't even know the Bible. Yeah. He's an idiot. No. He's a dunce. He doesn't... See, he doesn't have what I have. He, With Patrick, you know, he's, if you talk to him, he's going to repeat this, a lot of stuff over and over again. He doesn't know that much. He's only 28. It takes time. Okay? How long has he been studying this stuff? You know what I mean? It's not that long. So his well is going to run dry real quick. And what Connie needs to do for this to work is move away from information. And you can see that that's her programming. See, Dave is the information guy, you know, the books, all the knowledge. That's bad. You see, what's important is, guess what? Intuition. You see that? 
that's her programming. I already, I'm, I'm analyzing her programming. I already see it because that's it's speaking. It's coming out of her mouth. All the book learning, all the study, all the research. No, 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 no. That's bad, 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 bad. Intuition, flow in the spirit. That kind of talk. That's that's where she's at, man. That's her programming. Now, um, I asked a question earlier to Cassandra. See, I don't trust her angel. I want you to know that. So I, I can't talk about that without you don't. Cassandra's explosive, man. Cassandra was doesn't even like me. She's told everybody this. You know why she's talking to me? Because of me. Because I, I'm managing her. Okay, I'm wooing her to my side. Most people can't do this when they have arguments and stuff like that. That's it. They go their separate paths. See, I'm a reconciler. The reason is is because I'm a leader. God gave me these abilities. You see that? You have to have them. I'm a people person, you know. Now, Connie will pre- pre- present me as the exact opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's incredible the level of blindness. Now, what has happened is that God has literally struck her as a judgment. Trust me on this, with blindness. God is the one. See, a lot of times, it's, you know, you focus on all this crazy stuff. Let's simplify everything. God has judged Connie. He's punishing her. See, there's that Dave talk that she says, he thinks everyone's being punished. Connie, you're being punished right now. You're being punished with, you know what? False light. False light. This is not illumination. You know what I mean? It's not illumination, man. It's false. Um, But it can give you, you know, the feelies. makes you feel good. See, this is Oprah religion, man. Unbelievable that Connie fell for this. Um, it's just like, it's blowing my mind every time I think about that. This is what Oprah. Now, see, I believe Oprah's a Satanist, but she could be. Um, she could be. Um, I believe she's an actress. You see, um, but it's possible that she has you know programming, uh, and and she like has a lesser aware. Uh, level of awareness because I don't I don't know for sure, and she actually believes this garbage. Um, I don't think she does. Okay, I think she's just pretending she does. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. she's actually a Satanist. And you notice when you, when you see how I'm talking right now? Do you see how someone like them would say Dave's a negative purpose purpose uh, person? You know what Dave talks about a lot <clears throat> is how ne- negative the world is. You know why, Johnny? Because if you start unraveling things and looking at things that they really are, remember when you put the word awful truth? Yeah. Ask yourself this question. Does Connie want to look at the awful truth? No. She's running. You know why? I can tell you why. She's on negativity overload. And that's true. She says, I can't take it anymore. She used to, um, she, she wouldn't give me the details. But she would um, tell me that she feels like running. And leaving her mom, but the way she would present it is just leaving without any money or anything, you know. And I go, Connie, you can't do that. That's crazy. I mean, you you don't even have a cell phone. You don't you have no money. And she would actually talk about leaving the kids behind and just running. She goes, I can't take you anymore. I can't take you anymore. I'm like losing my mind. You see. And I don't. I mean, I was going to say I don't understand why God did this, but um, this is actually some kind of a punishment, man, because she's been unfaithful to me, you know. 
but I, I, I have I have compassion. I'm not angry at her. I wonder if I will become. I don't know. I'm not really like that kind of person. But um, <clears throat> uh, anyway, you can see that she uh, was on negativity overload. And so what she had to do was create a false world for herself just for survival, you know what I mean? Just so she could make it. But you see, if you look at me from that perspective, well, here, here's what I'm doing. Did you notice that a lot of the times I'm revealing hidden things? Let's, let's, let's phrase it this way so it's easy to, to, to see. What Dave is, 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 uh, is showing what's really going on. There's something simple like that. You see that? Well, see, what does that mean? Well, these things are hidden. Now, what they are, they're evil. It's evil. See, evil lurks in the darkness, and the Illuminati covers it up. What they do is they paint the world a brighter place, you see? And the sleepers, you know what I mean? The, the regular people that walk around, we call them sleepers, they don't know these things. You see that, Johnny? But what are these things? Evil. See, I want you to know. I don't want you to do what Connie did. I want you to know that I'm talking about evil. A lot of times, a lot of things I'm saying, it's hidden evil, over and over again. It's people. It's things that people need to know. They don't know it. It all comes down to one thing: Does this knowledge have value? Now. Patrick taught Connie that it doesn't. He says it's disinformation and people need to be protected of it. And if you focus on this, you'll vibrate on a low frequency. This is exactly what he teaches. Okay? And you have to get away from low frequency people. Now, he also teaches that. You, you have to abandon them. They can't be taught. They can't be changed. You see that? Yeah, said it all this is why Connie has to leave. She has to get away from me. You know why? Because my low frequency will alter hers. You see what he's teaching? And he's also blaming me for keeping her low. He's already done this. He, he, he blamed me for this. He blamed me for the reason that Connie is low frequency. He blamed it on me. I heard him say it. You know, he mentioned me like a couple times. That was one of the points that he made. And so she she bought into this, you see? So that was one of the reasons. See, they had all this programming to get her away from me. That, that's one of the things that they built into it, you see? Now, Cassandra got earlier that... Um, that there was not a a program... Uh, for, to get her to leave me, okay? Uh, I, I'm questioning that a little bit. Um, she's just repeating what Anna said, but Anna said that um, it's it's a program to reject the belief system, not the person, because if you reject the, the, the belief system, you, you wind up rejecting the person, but I'm skeptical of that. Why can't there be both? I would think that she has a program I mean, they designed it years ago. You see what I'm saying? And it's been in her the whole time. And But the father has to allow them to trigger it. 
you see? And that explains how she was able to flip so fast. Because you're going, how the heck can somebody have a completely different belief system like that that fast? Now, we're learning here that Connie was embracing certain things behind my back and not telling me. But here's the thing. The stuff, this, this major stuff that Patrick is saying, she didn't believe that a little she while ago. No. This has just happened. So that's how you can tell that she's programmed. And that's a belief system that they gave her. And see, what he would do, <clears throat> he would kind of like massage her with energy, okay? And then he would speak to her these different things. See what I'm saying? She's feeling all this, oh, you know, hey. And, uh, and then he's talking to her. And it's supposed to convince you that this is all a confirmation. That's what happened. She was feeling things when he was, because he was teaching her, see? And while it was going on, she had all these feelings going. He was pushing all her buttons, see? That's what happened. And then she's going, Dave can't do this. Dave can't do this. So what she was focused on is feelings rather than information. And she's so focused on feelings rather than information, right now she looks at information as negative. You see that? When the podcast, you hear me say things like, it's like a Daveism. Now let's give you an example of a Daveism. This is actually mine. I created this. Okay? It's a quote. Here we go. <clears throat> Knowledge is important. Because you cannot act correctly unless you know correctly. Say it again. Knowledge, knowledge is important. Because see, my belief system always expressed knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. And her programming is designed to reject knowledge. You see that? Intuition is what is important. Okay? Knowledge is important <clears throat> because you have to have correct knowledge to act correctly. But I qualify it. Watch what I say next. Unless you perform a, a correct action by random chance, or now I can say this different ways. I even have a secular view. Or uh, 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 there's a funny version. I'll say the funny version. God chooses to bypass your stupidity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, or I could say ignorance. I could tone it down. I could just, uh, that's kind of making it kind of negative. I've, the the, uh, the secular view is that, you know, some kind of higher being or an alien um, gives you gives you the knowledge, you know what I mean? Now stop and think about it, if that's true. Okay? Um, you can't act correctly unless you know correctly. Unless you perform a correct action by random chance, it was just coincidence, you know. Or God um, illuminates you. You know what I mean? See, that's true. You know what that's called? A self-evident fact. You'll hear me talking about self-evident facts. A self-evident fact is something that any two reasonable minds can agree on. See that? John, John Connie's rejecting all this. She's she's rejecting. Self-evident facts. You know? 
And on the podcast, what we talk about all the time is learning how to think straight. I just, you know what I did? I did a podcast off the top of my head, no planning whatsoever. And in there, I talked about how to think straight. And was talking to Chris. There's no planning. And that turned in my favorite podcast. It's called, uh, called How to Think Straight in the Cult of Society. That was totally unplanned. It just poured out of me. It was totally spontaneous. I was pacing back and forth out in front of the house. You know? And I go, wow, man, this is my favorite podcast. I just told Chris, I think, today that that was my favorite podcast, or maybe yesterday, I don't know. And uh, after that, I kind of liked that. So I, that's why I've been talking a little bit more about how to think straight. And learning how, how to think straight basically has to do with two things. Connie doesn't know how to think straight, obviously. <laughs> Um, here's what they are. Being able to ask the most vital questions. Okay? And being, um, <clears throat> I'll explain why, why she can't think straight. Um, being sufficient, having a, okay, here it is. Having a sufficiently conspiratorial mind. Now, I'll re- repeat that again. Um, if you don't have a sufficiently conspiratorial mind, you can't think straight. Now, here's why. Because conspiracies are everywhere. They're all around us. I'm looking right now in the room, and because I have knowledge, you've got to have knowledge. I see conspiracies all around me here. All these objects are involved with conspiracies. Now, here's a Davism, okay? <clears throat> Tell me if you've heard me say this before. The, the Illuminati, I've never heard anybody on the planet say this. The Illuminati has lied to you about Every single physical object that you're you're going to see your entire life. You ever heard me say that? Yeah. Yeah, you said that. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an example. It's also a technique. What I'm doing, I will deliberately make what appears to be a grandiose statement that can't, that can't possibly be true. So you're expecting Dave to be wrong. He's not going to be able to prove that. But see, you can't, it's, it's true. And what I'm doing, I'm illustrating that people lack knowledge and that I have the knowledge. Because I'm the only person that I've ever heard to talk about this. Now, the reason this is true is because curly in photography. You know what that is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was learning about that the other day, actually. And see, there's a blackout in... Uh, the educational system about coding photography. They don't want people to know about that because it proves that everything has an electromagnetic field that's photographable, but if that's true, then they're lying to us about all substances. Because they don't want us to know that. See, they don't talk about the electromagnetic field in school. It's a blackout. You see that? Ask yourself this question. Is knowledge about that important? Absolutely. Oh, but is that book learning? Or what do you ever call it? You know, a lot of stuff I have is just thinking. Connie's trying to present like it's dry stuff out of a book. You know what I mean? And why is she doing this? Oh, my God, this is just hitting me just now. Oh, my God, Johnny. Connie is a book reader. She reads more books than I do. And now she's saying negative stuff about books. You see how it's the programming? Embedded programming, they switched her mind. Oh, my God. Can you she believe this? Bad things about books. She's been reading books her whole She comes home from the library with stacks of books. That's what she tells me. Look what they did to her so quickly. And now she thinks this is negative. Oh, my God, Johnny. 
is scary, man. Um. still want to do a podcast on the Channing show tomorrow? I think it's still too early for me. Um, I think I could. But he hasn't. But has he said anything about me? Be honest with me now. Now, what I want, what I want, here's what I want to know. If he said anything negative about me, I, I don't want you to hide it, okay? Because you're going, well, if, if I tell Dave, he may not want to come on the show. I, I want to know about it. Now, what has he said? Is there any feedback? He has said nothing about you. He said nothing, nothing. about the show. Nothing. Uh, hey, that's telling me something about him. Because uh, I get, you know, I call him a personality profile. And uh, he, I think he's kind of a cool cookie. He's not somebody that gets excited easily, you know what I mean? He's just like, I don't want to say nonchalant, but uh, kind of, well, you, I say a lot of things like non-reactive. The opposite of Cassandra. You know how Cassandra's very reactionary? Yeah. You know what I mean? you got to be careful what you say. She could explode at any point. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, he's kind of like, you know, I don't want to say the opposite, but he's, he's not like that, obviously. Well, most people aren't. But I'm saying he's more in the opposite direction. See what I'm saying? You know, in other words, he doesn't get excited about stuff, you know. So, no, I don't think... I mean, see, I'm behind on sleep. My nervous system is ramped up. I'm sleeping well, though, when I do sleep. Um, every night, you know, the information that I learn, you know, it has an effect on me. Now, the the, the thing that's the worst tonight is learning that um, Connie thinks I'm the demi-urge. Imagine what it would be like to be me. Just think about this, Johnny. The woman that I love, I've been with her for five years. Imagine if somebody told me that Connie would love me one week, and a week and a half later, believe that I'm the demi-urge. Well, first of all, I wouldn't have believed it. I said that. I said they'd have to abduct her and reprogram her brain for something like that to happen. Well, they reprogrammed her brain, all right, but they didn't abduct. Well, we don't even know that. Um, I doubt if they got their hands on her because I don't think you know they have an opportunity. But they pulled it off, man. Can you believe it? It's hard to believe, but they did. I mean, it's hard to believe, and they already happened, because you you saw her. This is what's interesting, Johnny. You saw all this happen. I mean, you were talking to her while it happened. When, when did you first talk to her? When did I first talk to her? I, I talked to her on the first day of the year. On January 1st? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, at around 10 o'clock, 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock. It was late. Did, now, how did that happen? Tell me about it. I was listening to the podcast on sex, and I heard her talk about how 
their neighbors are crazy. She says that the neighbors are reptilians. She was saying that the neighbors are masons or something like that. They're working uh-huh. for the government. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I I went to Facebook immediately and I told her I need to orgo in your area. So she gave me her address and I was supposed to find an orgo, but then we started talking more about elves, like just who we are, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I let her know about my past. Always does that. That's how she gets intimate with you. Well, I, I told her about how I was abused and stuff, and she told me how she was abused, and she told me more about herself, like, you know, these dark, darker and, and deeper well, things. Well, what were you doing? Were you texting? Facebook On messaging. Facebook? You were texting on Facebook, right? Yeah. So you, did you call? Anybody call? Well, what happened was, she knew there was something more important about me, so she said she wanted to call me um, next night. And then that's when she found out I had all this stuff in my room. That so she called you bad. the first night? Did she? The very first day that she talked to you, she called you? I think it was the next night. Okay. I'm seeing how this works here, see? And she calls you, like, right away. Yeah. That's incredible, man. That that's telling me a lot, Johnny. Wow. See that immediate intimacy. Okay. So you think it was the next day, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I, I that Friday that Friday I night. Every once in a while, you know. Yeah. It's always on low though, because I don't cook anything. I just uh, heat up. Stuff and I could leave it on high, but <clears throat> go ahead. It was on a Friday night. Okay. So give me some kind of general rundown on, on what it was like when she did talk to you, when you did get on the phone. When we got on the phone, I just, I didn't really know what to say, so I let her talk. And she started talking about, well, I never listened to that. I recorded everything, but I never listened to it again. And I, which I did. Uh-huh. I didn't listen. Well, I definitely that. want to hear that. Cassandra can go stuff herself. <clears throat> just the based on me being a leader, those are my decisions. And they can be wrong. That's just the way it is. That doesn't mean I can go do something crazy, but see, that's a judgment call, as I was trying to explain. You could It could change for either person, but you cannot make a solid case that a person should never do that. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Connie is dangerous. Stop and think about that. You understand that she's dangerous. I want you to think about that. I want you to realize it for yourself if that's true. If you don't believe that, tell me. She's dangerous. She can get people to believe this crap that she's been mind-controlled with. I want you to say that. That's very important, Johnny. I want to hear it from you. See, I don't want... I want you to disagree with me when you disagree with me. That's okay. I don't want you to be intimidated by me. Oh, I'm not. I intimidate people, okay? 
people get really intimidated by me. You know why? Because they don't understand. They can feel the power. They're ignorant because they don't understand that knowledge is power. That's one of the most important phrases that you're ever going to hear your entire life. Never forget it. Now, I'm going to prove to you why it's important. I'll prove to you that it's important. When you look at the television and you sit there for 50 years on that blinking screen, you're never going to hear that little phrase. Knowledge is power. You know why? They don't want you to hear it. And that's one of the ways that you can prove there's a conspiracy. Because if there was nobody controlling things, occasionally you would hear that term. Now, I'm not trying to say that it's never appeared on the on the television show, because nobody can prove that unless they have knowledge of everything. That's ever, you know, I don't have that kind of knowledge. What I'm saying is I've never heard it. Now, what you will do when you see television, they don't emphasize knowledge. They've got Oprah programming going on there all the time. You see that? You know why? Because they don't want you studying, man. Ask yourself this question, because this will illustrate it. When does the television encourage you? I'm not talking about going to school. I'm not talking about college, okay? I'm not talking about being in a classroom. Outside of that now. When does the television encourage you to study? But I don't watch TV, so I don't know. Yeah, that's good. But, see, it's never. And you know something? The only time that they encourage you to read books is guess what? Surprise, surprise. The Oprah Show. Oprah Show. You see that? Connie's beliefs. I don't know why Connie would dislike Oprah. I've talked about Oprah on the podcast. Uh, Eric even, uh, it wasn't like a criticism, but he was pointing out, he says, how much I have talked about Oprah lately? Because I just talked about it the night before. Because I was um, I was illustrating something when I was talking about her, you know? <clears throat> about how important she is historically. Now, see, wasn't that important what I pointed out about Oprah? See how it gets you to think? It's like, see how it helps you to see how, how uh, important she is? Because where is a woman that has had this kind of influence? You know what I mean? And you can't think of anybody, can you? Man, that popcorn smells good. I eat it, but I eat a different different kind of it. I guess that organic stuff, you know. Did you know I'm into hell? Did you tell? I'm buying like I'll buy as much organic food as I can. It's like. Well, I, when I first came here, I, I was a vegetarian, and I let my diet slide, and I started eating uh, hot dogs. But they're they're turkey franks. Yeah, turkey's good for you. Yeah. We were eating turkey burgers for a while. You were? Yeah. Uh, that's the only meat that I that I'll eat, and I should stop that. It makes me tired, sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody that's lived here has eaten meat. 
A lot of people think vegetarians are weird or something. They don't, they don't know how to eat around them, you know. And uh, I don't even think about vegetarianism. I just, it's just like normal for me. Yeah, we, like Don was like that. Well, actually, when he first he said, "What did you just say?" I mean, another question for me or anything like that? I mean, you must be curious about a lot of things. Now, what you yeah, need to yeah. do, Johnny, is you need to learn how to be reflective, okay? You can't just sit there and just, you know, like a sponge, okay? Because you're, you're getting well, all this, like, in a wave. Like, the, everything that you got tonight is a wave, okay? The wave went by you. It passed on by. But now you need to reflect on what you heard. And that will cause you to have more questions. Now, what you should do is write the questions down. I always tell people to do this, and nobody ever does it. You know what I mean? See, what I, one of the ways I got to be smart <clears throat> was writing everything down. Every theory, every question, every time I, I come up with new terms, everything goes down. And I actually get uh, like, oh, my God, I don't want to make sure I get home so I don't forget this, you know, because i got to write it down, you know. That's the way I am. You know, you know why I do that? See, God trained me to value knowledge. Connie's programming is designed to reject knowledge because, in my belief system, it's important. Now, see, <clears throat> the Gnostic view is supposed to value knowledge. It's called gnosis. So this is a very inconsistent belief system, but the reason that... <clears throat> see, it's not, that, that's not even compatible with Gnosticism, okay? But the reason that she does that is because it's designed to reject me. You see that? Because the Gnostics believe that that's, it's all based around gnosis. What is, what is gnosis? Knowledge. So how could knowledge not be important in Gnosticism? Of course, she's probably around, she's not going to say she's a Gnostic. Um, it'll be interesting to see what she calls herself. Um, she'll probably get, oh, I don't like labels. Dave is really into labels, you know, labels. I don't like labels. That's what Dave likes, you know. Whatever Dave likes, you do the opposite. I mean, that's her programming. Can you see the programming? It's like opposite of me. See that? You there, Johnny? Yeah, I'm right here. And you see how the uh, it's the opposite in so many cases? It really is. Well, yeah, she's not in her right mind. Yeah. <clears throat> they got eight people that have liked this stupid thing that that damn guy put up there already. <clears throat> and I went down his other posts and he's talking about good stuff about you, you show up, but... Uh-huh. 
Now, I wonder who this good friend is. See, when Dan talks, it raises question marks, always. Because you're going, what? The very first sentence. See if you can evaluate it. A good friend sent me photos. Oh, no, sent me copies. These are copies of my wedding photos. But he's telling you that it's not right exactly what he says, like on the surface level, because he puts a big smile behind it. A good friend sent me copies of my wedding photos. Big smile. The true man and his wife. Now, who do you think he's talking about when he says that? He must be talking about Connie and Patrick, right? See, he's in on it. Read into it, and I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's confusing because it says his wedding photos. Now, maybe it's a slam at me about how they're going to get married. Why would he say my wedding fo- photos? Now, what? See, if you know that he's um, psyoping you, you would think that he's talking about himself, that he's Christ. But I don't believe that. He's talking about Patrick McConaughey. So the question is, why would he call them my wedding photos? You got any ideas on that? Hmm? Already answered that. No, I don't. I don't understand why he would call them my wedding photos. This is my, they're mine. They should be theirs. I'm just maybe he's yeah. talking about like you know if you go see a wedding, took pictures. They're my photos of the wedding too. You know? That's that's the only thing I can think of. That's the only thing I can think of. Now, what this guy is going to do? Let me ask you a question. This is a this is a tough question, okay? I want your opinion? Do you think he's going to try to marry her? Like a, he'd want to do it as quickly as possible, right? For Patrick, you think and he's going to try yeah. to do it? You think so? We oh, need to find out as soon as possible. I don't know, because what that? you told me yesterday was that uh, they would probably just he would impregnate her before, like, not even get married. Maybe he would. But... Well, he has to carry out his programming. See, what I was talking about, some of the ideas that we throw around, I mean, they're undeveloped, because this is all new, so it's easy to make mistakes. Well, what I wasn't talking about leaving her. What I was talking about... If he was, I mentioned this today. I mentioned this today as well. But if he was attracted to her at all, it'd be more of a short-term thing. Because it depends how much weight she loses. She's awfully heavy. She had the weight down, and and, and I was involved with that. It was my knowledge that she applied on how she lost weight. But now he's her personal trainer. See, she got depressed, waiting. God didn't move. So she got fatter and fatter, you know. Really? She basically just gave up and got depressed. And uh, so what I was saying is that um, <clears throat> that he would um, lose interest in her. You know what I mean, now Patrick's the kind of guy he would probably beat her. You know, I have an angel on. She's called Olima. She's not like my angel, okay? But um, 
she's the one that talks to me. And uh, she already told me that he's going to beat her. But I don't know what she meant by that. I wasn't thinking about a marriage. I was thinking like BDSM. You know what I mean? Tie her up and beat her. Yeah. I, I, I still go along with it. Um, she was given a very, very dark sexual fantasy by a dark angel when I first got around her. And they had Eric and Austin. Austin is uh, Eric's son. You'll hear that name for quite a while. It's a huge story with Austin. He reject, He's rejected me as well. I, I babysitted that kid, but I was a little tiny kid. You know what I mean? It's like losing a son. You know? Remember, I lost my whole family, man. You know what I mean? And see, that's why I didn't believe the Father would allow this. Because I see, I've already suffered so much loss. There's no way that he would do that. So, I I always try to be positive. And, um... To me, and I've been saying this, this is telling me that something good has to happen soon. You know, it's not like I'm going to have to wait like two more years, you know what I mean? And you could also use that argument that Connie won't be gone too long. You know what I mean? What would be too long? Um, Well, you know, a year goes by really fast. It's amazing um, how fast a year goes by when you get older. We always talk about this. Did you, did you know that as you get older, time speeds up? You, I bet yeah. you don't know that, do you? Yeah, you, we talked about that. That's the perception of time. If you ask older people, I mean, just about everybody will say that. Now, I, when I was younger, I never thought about this, and I didn't. I, you would think the opposite is true. You know, because older people slow down, you know. Everything slows down. You got your little kids are running around and racing. You know what I mean? And so as you as you gradually slow down, you would think that time would go slower. I remember when you were a kid, like you had kind of those endless summers, you know. But um, it seemed like it moved slow. You know what I'm saying? You know, the long summer. I mean, you're a kid like seven years old or something like that, you know. But the summers go, like, they go faster every year. Yeah. Every year. It just speeds up, speeds up, speeds up. And I don't, I tell you what, I've never figured out why that's true. All I know is it is true. But I don't understand why it's true. You got any ideas? Thank you, Randy. have a lot more fun when we're younger, you know? We have, we're carefree. That's true. That would that that would make time go faster. Do you know how to take a screenshot of a uh, you know whatever's on your computer? Screenshot of whatever's on my computer. Yeah. Do you know how to do that? I've never learned how to do that. Yeah, I know. So Dave sent me some screenshots. Of the biblical Gnosticism group that Connie's in, you know, with uh, well Patrick's group, you know. 
You know how to take a screenshot? Yeah, I do. I know how. How do you do it? I have a computer. It's a Mac, so it's probably different from how you do it. Oh. But you can just go to Google and type in how to, and ask how to do it. Yeah. See, that's how I found out. Yeah. But, I don't know, I have a PC as well. It's a little broken down because it's from high school, but there used to be a really easy way to do that. You just went to edit, and then there was a screenshot right there. There's something like that on the page itself, where it's like file, when you're in whatever program you're in, like Chrome or Internet Explorer. Mm -hmm. Go to view or something, or a file, and you can screenshot, screen cap. Now, I don't think, uh, well, I'm not sure about that. But, you know, Dan didn't call me today, at least as far as I know, unless I missed a call. Um, so they probably made a decision. I, did I ask today if he had a handler? I don't think I asked if he had a handler, did I? Oh, I can't remember. No, did I, I think you remember? asked if Patrick had a handler. Yeah, I don't think I asked about Dan. But, uh, well, Patrick may just tell him what to do. You know, update him. Sure, I mean, they're talking. So his handler will tell him that Dave knows about you. See that? So he knows. And um, we all should always assume that calls are being monitored. It's just business as usual. Standard procedure, okay? And remember, you, remember I told you about having a big target on you? Mm hmm When you go out and about, you need to be aware now, they don't follow me around. I never see anything, okay? Except one night when Azura told me, she said, she told me what's going to happen, and it did. That proves I'm talking to somebody. Because I never see anything, and she told me before it happened, and it happened immediately. It's a whole story. I won't go into that right now. <clears throat> You know, I think that picture that he has up there, I think that Connie used that picture. Well, she would have these pictures, like the, like the lion and the woman, and she would use, apply them to her and me. So it's possible, you know, the way he typed that, it looks better than he normally types. They may have actually sent him that to write that down, and he copied it. Because he doesn't normally mm. type that well. See? I'm suspicious of it. I, I think it was a PSYOP directed at me. We could actually ask that. That's a good question. you like these questions? Patrick's been doing a lot of that winking crap. Winking? He always posts with winking. Yeah. You see, because he's... Well, I don't have to explain that. You know why he does that. Yeah, well, that's no what way. he's doing. He's, well, he's putting. I think. I think it's a winking thing up there. You know, the little smiley face. I think it's winking. <clears throat> I'm writing down. See, I'm writing down a question to remind myself to ask. If that's the psyop directed at me. You know what I mean? 
Hey, Dave. Yeah. You do want to do the yeah. chanting show tomorrow. Do you think maybe we could focus on, like, Job 38, 31, 32 and kind of start off with that? That in the title? If I did that subject, I could actually talk about that. Um, that would cause some people to freak out because they don't. It teaches that there's a heavenly Adam. Are you talking about correlating Job 38 with uh, Proverbs 8? Yeah, I like what you told me. Yeah. Yeah. See, you can point it right in the Bible, and Christians won't believe it. Instead, they'll freak out because they're programming. Now, I was told tonight by Lisa that my whole family's programmed. Did, were you on the line when she said that? Or did you come later? Yeah, I, I didn't hear that, though. I never thought about that. It's possible that I was actually told and I forgot about it. In fact, I think they might have told. I, see, it's, I can't remember. I don't know. They act like they're programmed, man. They act like they're programmed. There's no, absolutely no question. I wonder how they did this. I know they have the ability to uh, program people. It's not you know in the old days they had to like pretty much abduct you. You know what I mean? You can program, but you say through hypnotism. Did you know that? Oh yeah. Just hypnotize them. If you know what you're doing. Now Connie right now is hypnotized. It's a form of hypnotism. The state she's in a kind of a tranced out state. When I talk on the podcast, um, I talk about extremities, extreme things. That's why we say the alternative name for the show is Extreme Reality Show. But I talk about yeah. how everybody is in a trance state. I'm trying to illustrate. I call it the 24-7 trance state. <laughs> but, you know, when I talk about these things, I know it's negative information. But what I'm doing, you notice my demeanor a lot of times, like I'll laugh and stuff like that. Along the way, I'm doing that deliberately to try to tone down the negativity. Because, see, most people say that's Connie's reacting to all the negative. i got to get away from this negativity, negativity, a negative world. You see that? i got to get away from Dave. i got to stop thinking about all these conspiracies. That's what he's telling her. It says all this focus is it's killing you. You see that? It's killing you. you got to get away from this. And she's going, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. I never realized it. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Then he started teaching how I'm low frequency, you see, and she believed it. No, I'm high frequency. In fact, you'll notice, I want, I want you to start paying attention to low frequency and high frequency. And actually, what they're talking about. And I want you to, because there is low frequency people. See, did you think I didn't believe that? I do believe that, okay? But I want you to notice who is low frequency and who is lo- high frequency, Okay? Now, when Connie speaks to you and she says, I know you want to eat me out. Okay? Is she bringing your frequency down or up? Down. Down. Now, ask yourself this question. What am I doing to bring your frequency down? Now, here's the thing. Everything that you say has an effect on you. It has to do with your emotions. So if I tell you something that's negative, it has to do with 
you know what they're saying about perception? That's actually true. But they take it and they run with it, see. See, some things, I'd say if you can't handle something, it pulls you down because you know, um, it makes you anxious. When you get anxious, you start going down. You see that? Would you agree with me on that? A little bit. Yeah, well, well it's because it's the way you appropriate it. But see, you could tell one person something. Well, okay, let's take an example. Okay? Let's say you got a person who doesn't know when there's such a thing as chemtrails. This is a great example, okay? This is a fantasy world. Uh, and so you, you show the person that, that chemtrails exist. How will how you do that, okay? Just to make it short. Now, one person, one person will, be, will be, become sad because this world just changed. He didn't know this is going on. You know, another person will become angry. Most people won't. But you can become angry at that. Because you're finding out that, well, first of all, the government's doing this, and it, it pisses, pisses me up. You know, some people, you know, that's how they get. Some people get really angry when they find out, you know, it's called waking up, by the way. And what they're doing with Connie, she used to say this over and over, waking up, waking up, waking up. You know what they're doing with her? They're putting her to sleep. Putting her to sleep. See, what I'm doing is, is unveiling and unraveling over and over, everything I'm talking about. See that? What they're doing with her is shutting it all up and put her in a fantasy world where what's important is the feelings. How does this make me feel? See, evaluate what they're doing. This low-frequency, high-frequency stuff, it's, it's, a, it's a way to get you to focus on your feelings. But using like, um, it sounds like sophisticated, but that's just designed to trick you. You know, spiritual, knowledgeable... What they're training her to do is just stay away from things that make you feel bad. If it makes you feel bad, stay away. If Dave makes you feel bad, stay away from Dave. You know something? God makes you feel bad. Should you go run away from God like a little baby? See that? Uh-huh. This is so easy to see through. Okay, so now <clears throat> another person could be excited by discovering that there's chemtrails. Makes them... Um, you could, just like um, one person could be sad, most people are not going to make you happy. It's possible. Now, here's what, here's what I'm trying to say. If you value knowledge uh, a lot, that's what I'm trying to get you to do is value Because people are not valuing knowledge. They don't know that knowledge is power. I'm trying to get you to value knowledge, Johnny. If you value knowledge, you could potentially get happy when you learn about chemtrails. You know why? Because you look at all knowledge as it has value. It has intrinsic value. You're not worried about how it makes you feel. You see? Now, chemtrails, the reality of chemtrails, is what I call a negative truth. A negative truth. You see why I would call it that? Does that make sense to you? It's truth. And it's not necessarily going to make you feel good. Now, guess what? They have programmed Connie to reject all negative truths, except for the obviously negative truths that they want her to believe. See that? It's true. Now, all this negativity, I've never talked about negativity in my entire life this much. This is the most I've ever done it. I want to balance it out. 
I got to write down a word. Here on my list of terminology because I got a new word I got down here. But yeah, there's negative truth, there's positive truth. All truth has value. All gifts, all, all truths, Johnny, is a gift of God. That's the important thing to understand. All truth is a gift from God. Now, this is what the Bible teaches. James 1.17 says that every perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights. In Romans 11.36, you know, I said earlier, for from him and through him and to him are all things. And it says from him, everything. So everything comes from the hand of God. Okay? So if you have a truth, whether it's just knowing that a flower is yellow, we take that for granted, right? That's a gift from God. Because you, if you were a blind man, you wouldn't understand that. But if you know it, you just take it for granted, you see. <clears throat> so it doesn't matter how it makes you feel. If it's a horrible, horrible thing, something horrible. But it, but it's still truth. That's, that's from God, too. So what the Illuminati wants you to do is compartmentalize everything into negative truth and positive truth. That's my terminology. And only believe in things that make you feel good. That's the positive truth. Now, it's different from person to person, you know what I mean? Like I said, see, it's about perception. Because discovering, if you value knowledge, discovering the reality of chemtrails, that could make one person feel good, right? Another person feel bad. See how that works? See, it's about perception. And so what's the key here? The key is to have the biblical model and to value truth is the gracious gift of God, no matter whether it's negative or not. You see that? You yeah. see how I can slice right through this bogus pop psychology garbage? Yeah. See, Connie does, you know what's Connie's problem right now? She doesn't want to think. Everybody knows Dave's a thinker. All I got to do is listen to me talk. There's nobody that talks like me, Johnny. Look around. You will never see anybody. There is nobody. Um, I could take that from different angles, like what I would emphasize is just the uniqueness. I don't know if anybody's even close to this kind of thing, you know what I mean? Because I listen to, I mean, I would say everything. And it's just uh, not not very impressive to me, you know. Most people are just repeating things that they got somewhere. They don't have their own original ideas. I do. And the Father gave them to me. He poured it in my head. That now that you know what that is right there? That's a Connieism. I didn't come up with that. See, I got things from her. You know, Connie's very intelligent, or she was. I have to say, Connie's not intelligent anymore. And I'm saying that deliberately to illustrate something because when you say that, it's almost like a little shock to your system. Because see, we we just got through talking about Connie last week, and how intelligent she is. Remember how we talked about that? Yeah. And actually ask yourself the question, my God, man, is it true that Connie's not intelligent? Well, it's a little bit complex. It has to do with the subject of foolishness and the nature of knowledge. She has completely changed her belief system. It's not Christian. Did you know that the Bible calls somebody 
a fool who doesn't believe these things, you know, biblical truth. She's rejected the Bible, and I need to illustrate that. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. Another deliberate shock to the system. Connie has rejected the Bible. Connie has rejected the Bible. That's why she's all up in these Nazi texts. You know why? Because you can't find these things in the Bible that she talks about. They're not there. A lot of this stuff is in the Gnostic text, but not as much as you might think. Because, see, this is a New Age garbage spin. You know, Patrick's mindless gibberish, that's all it is. If that guy got around me, <clears throat> somebody had to tie him down so he couldn't plug his ears. That's what he wanted to do. He can't refute me. Um, I would completely destroy him, you know, through argumentation, because I'm an expert. In apologetics, he doesn't know diddly squat. Uh, one thing I do, just ask him a series of questions that would expose his whole re- system of beliefs is entirely ridiculous. I can do the same thing with Connie. She still won't listen. See, that's what they have to do. They have to make these people run. I just told this is this is an astounding statement. Okay, I just told um, uh, Chris today that no one has ever approached me with a scripture um, and said I was wrong. These are like, you know, Eric, Connie, and Mark. None of them did. See that? Even Connie hasn't done that. She's not She's not even appealing to the Bible. She's not even talking about the Bible. See that? She just talks in vague generalities. You see that? Nothing really that specific. You know? I mean, you have to wonder if this woman, my God, man, I wonder if she actually believes in, you know, like a second coming. I bet you she doesn't even believe that anymore. You know what I mean? I wonder what, I wonder what she would, shit, man. I'll have to think about that later. Hmm. She talked about ascending over to Eden. So anyway, once you once you give me some kind of context, uh, how the heck she was able to spring that statement on you? Oh yeah, yeah. Just lay in the bed. Me. Uh, about the um, I gotta get away from this guy. About everything. I mean, I just. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the oral sex. How'd she spring that on you? I mean, what, what, what kind of build up, or was it just totally out of the blue? Oh, in my dream, it just happened. I was. Oh, it was in a dream. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man, because I, I I misunderstood that. So here, uh, here's the thing. Okay, so you had a dream about Connie. Yeah, and she told and she me said, uh, "I know you want to eat me out." Oh, I see. I misunderstood it. I see. Oh, my God. I'm glad that we went back to that because I thought that Connie was talking to you on the phone and said that out of the blue. No. It's good we went back to that. I'm I'm glad that didn't happen. (laughs) I know she said some crazy stuff, but at least she didn't say that. You know what I mean? Can you remember the first sexual remark that she made? Now, maybe it was you. Who made the first sexual one? I bet you it was maybe you, huh? 
It was her. It was her? What she, what'd she say? Well, okay, well, she started showing me pictures because she changed her profile picture. Um, yeah. And, uh... Said, Did she oh, say why? Uh, no, she didn't. It was after we after we were talking, I guess. Uh-huh. And, um, then she's like, in in one of these, you should look at my pictures. She said, in, in one of these pictures, Dave says that it looks like I have, I'm giving him, like, blowjob eyes or something. I'm like a blowjob. Uh, look. say it again. She told me that in one of the pictures on her Facebook that you told her, like, it looks like. Go ahead. Trying to remember. Johnny. Johnny. Can you hear me, Johnny? Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? He's saying that he, uh, he, he's asking me if I can hear, oh, he can hear me. Okay. Can you hear me? There you go. Oh, so you can hear me now. Yeah. What happened there? Okay, now they're listening to the conversation. Now, what did I say earlier? About, you know, being around, being aware, because they're going to do stuff, right? Yeah. They did that. Well, now, it why? could be an angel. But notice what happened. What were you about to say? I was about to it was you. with exact precision. Did you see that? Do they want us to yeah. know? I mean, does he not want okay. Maybe they don't want they don't like to it. know about this. Mm-hmm. They don't like it. So go ahead and tell me. Because that's what Cassandra was saying. Like, I shouldn't send you these uh, audios. Like, you're dwelling too much on it. Yeah. You want to know? I mean... Yeah. So you, you asked, who made the first sexual remark? I said, it, I said it's Connie. Okay, what you were saying... You were saying that these pictures of hers... Yeah, okay. So, in one of these pictures... By the way, don't, t- don't tell Cassandra about this. 
Oh, I won't. She's, she's probably going to, she might probe us out of her business. This is my business. All right. So you, you, you understand something, okay? So I don't try to refute Cassandra because she can't, she can't handle refutation. She's got issues with men. Uh, she's like a feminist, you know? And you know, and you know who agrees with me? Chris. He'll say the same thing. He'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows all about it, okay? Who is Connie? She's my wife, and she's going to stay my wife until she marries somebody else. That's what the Bible teaches. That's the way it is. Okay. I mean, I I don't even think of that way. I have to remind myself because see, that's my that's my biblical belief. Emotionally, she feels like she's not anymore. But if I go back to what the Bible says, see, see, here's the thing: she's abandoned me. Okay. And Paul talks about this. You're supposed to try. To win them back, here's the thing, okay? When a when uh, when a spouse goes out the door, are, are they still your uh, spouse, or did they stop to be the spouse? When did it end? Did it end when they went under the uh, when they closed the door? Did it end ten minutes later? No, about twenty four hours. But here's the question: Where does it end? You see that? So how do you determine when it ends? You use scripture. You see that? See how we're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you think. See, she don't want to think. She just wants to feel. So, yeah, in her mind, she's not married to me anymore. And she was justifying all her actions by basically saying she doesn't sin. She said, I don't, I don't sin. I'm above all. You know why? She's at a higher frequency, and he teaches her that when you get to a high frequency, you're looking down at all that. It's not you know, wrong and right anymore. It's just living, just flowing. Did she start talking like that to you? Basically, remember, she was like, she got all peace, love, and happiness, hippie. Mm-hmm. Didn't she actually say something like that? Like hippie? Yeah. She did, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She was getting the feelies, you see. It's all artificial. And you know what's going to happen? Let me ask you a question. Do you think that anybody can stay in that kind of state? Not for long until they start breaking no. down. No. Life isn't like that, is it? Oh. You know something? You should here's, know. A, here's a good way to illustrate something. You know something? Connie's all giddy right now. This is a very negative world. Connie's been depressed for a long time. Okay? It's normal for her to be depressed. She talks about it. I talk about how I'm depressed. She's depressed. Okay? Connie's going to get depressed again. I'm talking about for one day. And she's not going to be giddy. Okay? And this is the value of suffering. Suffering helps you to look at reality. That's a huge subject with me. Yeah. We're not talking about this right now, but what I need to talk about is to tell you, because you need to hear this, that I have the most positive belief system that exists. But it has to do with the future. My future, Johnny is more positive than anything out there. So I, want, I, don't, I don't want to just, you know, explain it right now, because I want a different subject. But that is the counterbalance to all this negativity. I want you to know that, okay? Because this is not all about sitting around and listening today talk about negative things. You see, but we live in a very controlled world, and, you know, we're stuck here on what I call slave planet, and that's just the way it is. That's the real world. Like you said on your show, the awful truth. You see that? 
I mean, you started absorbing that right away. Now, isn't it true that Connie said at first to listen to me? Listen yeah. to Dave? Yep. And then, basically what she said is listen to me, right? Yeah. She didn't really say in that conversation, she didn't really say, don't listen to Dave. She just said, listen to me. I guarantee you, she's already flipped enough that by now, she is. Uh, she's at that point. You know, don't listen to Dave. Don't listen to Dave. You'll get in low frequency. You'll spiral down. You'll be stuck there at the base chakra. Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? So, what is happening to you when I talk? It's about your perception. If these things affect you emotionally, Johnny, it's okay if they do. Everybody's different, okay? A more of a simple type person will be affected negatively by these kind of things. Now, there's a lot of different overlaying factors. One of them is what I call, you ready? The romantic period. Romantic period. You know what you're in right now? The romantic period, Johnny. You're in the romantic period of talking to Dave, okay? You're in a privileged position. I'm going to tell you flat out, it's this romantic period is going to end. You know why? Because it always ends. And one of the first big stages that emerges on a timeline is when you start taking things for granted. Now, everybody does this. I do it. We all do it. Okay? It's part of the inhuman. You can't maintain that level of valuing things. This is very important. You just can't do it. So it's going to start fading. But I'm telling you ahead of time. Okay? Now, as you go down the timeline, these other things can happen. And this is a this is a big one too. Okay? Uh if like, let's say that you are you're a, a naive person, you're young, and you're just totally blown away by Dave. Okay? Obviously, you're going to have a really high respect for me if you're blown away, right? Well, what I'm trying to say is that over time, that respect starts to dwindle. This is kind of scary. You go, oh, I have to respect you, Dave. No, I'm saying this is just simple, basic human nature. Everybody does this. So don't, don't be scared of it. Let's confront it, Johnny, because this is what happened with Connie, and this is what happened with Eric. They, they crossed the line, and they stopped respecting me, and then they started slipping. They didn't stay the same. They slid, and they kept sliding and sliding and sliding. And what Azra wanted, Connie, she wanted to keep it all secret. So I couldn't see it. And I was seeing some things, but I was mainly associating it with her depression. You know what I mean? Because I understood her being depressed, man. And she had no freaking money. She couldn't really do anything, go anywhere. It's just there's like nothing going on. I mean, she got tired of it, man. She got worn out. you got to have mercy. On Connie, you know, I'm talking about, you know, I'm preaching to myself, you know, because she stuck it out longer than other women would. I mean, doesn't that think about five years, man? How many women would have done something like that? It's incredible that she did it. You know what I mean? You still there? Because, you know, people drop out on talks to you. They disappear for different reasons. And, I mean, you just you right. got through 
dropping out. So I try to. You're kind of a quiet guy. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're um, soft-spoken. Yeah. Anybody ever told you that? Yeah. What What did Connie say about you? Something like that. What'd she say? She never really brought that up. She liked oh, okay. that. She got to talk to me. You know, she didn't mind <laughs> yeah. if I had much to say myself. She just wanted to fill my head with information. Yeah, well, yeah, we were you were listening to a lot with her. Well, just like me, you know. See, when you first talk to someone like me or Connie, you're going to get dumped on. Um, you know, you're a younger guy, so you're in a more a natural student. I'm like, you know, the teacher role. Now, when you have somebody, <clears throat> you know, like like my age, it's the ego. The problem is the ego. They cannot become the the student because they have to lower themselves. It's, it's, this all has to do with perception. There's that word again, perception. You see that? In their mind, um, they can't do that. You know why? Because they have, here it is, me versus you programming. Everybody has this. I've never heard anybody talk about this except for me. They program you to believe that you're better than other people. See that? Yeah. I'm writing down the word perception. Or it can be different to compete. All the males are programmed to compete with each other in our society. This is very important. Okay? So men start to feel uncomfortable if they run into someone like me because I wield a lot of power. Now, here's where I wield a lot of power because guess where the knowledge goes when I walk around? It goes with me. See, some people's power is in the car they drive, right, or the home they have, you see. But I carry it with me. It's not external to me. It's inside me. That scares people. And see, but is it a theory? Is it somebody's opinion? No, you can tell right away, okay, Dave, you know. But see, they're, you know what, I'm going to tell you flat out. You know what, people are actually programmed. They're programmed to reject me. Understand that? Yeah. Let me explain it to you. <clears throat> People have an embedded program to receive the Antichrist. Now stop and think about that. Do you think I the Illuminati? That. I'll explain to you how they do that, by the way. Do you, do you think the Illuminati would want to create a program uh, to assist people to embrace the Antichrist? Does that make sense to you? Yes. Now the question is whether they can do it or not. Now the real question is how do they do that, Dave? I'll tell you how. Actually, you're getting Antichrist program, programming all the time when you watch movies and stuff like that. But um, your subconscious mind understands these things. The conscious mind will understand very little unless you have a lot of knowledge. If you have, for instance, if you knew there was Antichrist programming, then you would be looking at it and go, this is Antichrist programming. See, if you'd never thought about it before, you would see, you would see nothing, right? See how knowledge is important? Okay, because it enables you to see. See, Connie's blind. She can't see anymore. Isn't it amazing that when you first talked to her, she could see, and now she can't. She was leading you to the light when you first talked to her, right? I mean, mostly. I mean, the information. And now she's blind, and you would have to lead her. You know where you'd have to lead her? To me. But she's not coming. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. What she needs to do is retrace her steps. And go back to where she was. The Bible talks about this kind of thing, you know. 
but what happens is when people make a commitment, it's an emotional blockage because of why? The ego. You'll hear me talk about the ego a lot. Now, I was talking about how it affects men. This is how it affects women and other people too. Anybody, anyway, I mean, you know, women are, um, they don't have the same ego. They have less ego issues than men. I'm going to write down another term, ego programming, because I've never written that down before. They, if they program your ego to impede you, like a blockage. They now, they're creating the blockages in the mind. And it's all about how you process information. For instance, they would, they would, uh, process, they would uh, program people uh, to look at a chemtrails as only a negative thing. Makes you feel bad. Do you think the Illuminati would want you to make feel good about chemtrails or feel bad about it, Johnny? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They want to make you feel. They don't want you to feel good. Dave, you still there?
Hey, can you hear me? Just been sitting here. I'm really tired too.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.